Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to predict the three-game CSGO main set on Wednesday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, uh, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates, esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Counter-Strike CSGO. If you guys are interested in PGA DFS, I just uploaded my video for the RBC Heritage um, tournament that is coming out this weekend. We have a million dollar uh, millionaire maker on DraftKings. So if you guys are interested in that, I do have a video as well as I tweeted out a spreadsheet with a bunch of advanced stats. Took a while to make, but uh, if you guys are interested in that, that is on my Twitter. It's in the description below, which is DK underscore intro DFS. But yeah, if you guys have been enjoying the content so far, uh, if you're on YouTube, I'd really, really appreciate it if you like the video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. Uh, we're at 3.32 thousand subscribers. Again, doing all those things continues to, to help me grow this channel. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, would appreciate it if you could leave a five-star uh, review and a rating or rating review, whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, with that all out of the way, let's jump into the video. So... Nice three-game slate here, and we actually have some good-sized tournaments. Some pretty big tournaments here in DraftKings, 15K to first uh, in the big tournament. I think it's a $10 or $15 entry, maybe $12 entry. But there's bigger-sized contests, so it's good. I'm excited about this slate. We have three pretty good games on it, too. So let's talk about it. Uh, before before we get into the players and the prices, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from uh, Tuesday's slate. So, uh, this is my final lineup. I went with Electronic in the captain spot. He was in the thumbnail of my video for a reason. I really like that price. I knew he was going to be pretty popular, but, um, yeah, I think he was 7.6K, way too cheap. He has just been on fire. Once 64 and 32, they swept him to paired most Simple, who had a, a decent game, right? That's about average for Simple in 70s, 80s. I would say it's about average. Obviously, like the 50 is about his floor, and then upside of 100. 150 when he's really playing well. Uh, Blame F was the stand that uh, I took. Uh, hopefully, I got you guys on him as well. He's just been in uh, great form. Like, I went through those recent uh, games, right? He's just been carrying them every single game. Once again, 66 and 37, 92 fancy points. Now, he was a little bit higher on than I thought. I did not think he'd be 40% out. I guess this is the $33 term, and I should have checked what he was in the uh, small dollar tournaments. Either way, I, I didn't think it would be that high. So people are definitely catching on, but still, uh, if you got if you want blame F, uh, you probably were looking pretty good there. Um, now, a value play Isa wasn't great, right? But you could see kind of the roster construction I went with was I was hoping for a close game in that series. It was a pretty close game. Uh, Complexity did pull it off, uh, but Isa just had a a below average game for his standards. For a guy that averages about a one KD, he went thirty eight and fifty. Yeah, not going to get it done, really. And then I want the two-man uh, Furia stack uh, with Yuri and Vinny. That was a close series, but MIBR actually did win 2-0. Uh, now, MIBR had been dominated by Furia in the past, and it's a little bit tilting because I played MIBR against Furia, especially, like, I made a few videos, like, you know, I really think MIBR can win this one probably two or three times at least. I talked about it. I'm like, I think MIBR can pull off this upset. I finally go to Furia, and what do you know? MIBR wins. That's DFS for you in a nutshell, really. Um, can really, if you, if you think about it, it can, it can make you lose your mind, stuff like that. Again, like I had, like, again, two or three times in a row where I stacked MIBR against Furia, really said, you know, this, this team can pull off the upset. I really think they can win. I lost every time. Finally, now I go to Furia, MIBR wins. It's just like, wants to, literally wants to make you pull your hair out. Um, but th that's the way it goes sometimes. I still think Furia is the best team, but they just didn't have a good day, good, uh, good day today, obviously. Um, but that's really the, the look back there. Um, yeah, it's still had a really solid day. Uh, 
you know, $60 uh, from 33 in this tournament. Finished pretty good. I got electronic, and the captain spot was huge. Um, so that, that really did help me out. But, yeah, that's the look back. So now what's, what we can do is we can look at some odds here for these games. We have two of the three out once again. We don't have odds for that OG uh, and NIP game. Uh, but we have G2 answers the first game in the series uh, or of the day. Uh, we have G2 minus 140 favorites. Uh, again, the OG um, and NIP game is not on here. If I had to guess... I would say the odds would be about NIP minus 150. Uh, and then we have Team Liquid versus EG. Team Liquid, in my opinion, probably going to be the biggest hitters of the day at minus 195 over 8 EG. So let's start with the first game of the day here with Ents and G2. We'll start at the end side. So, um, once again, this team is... it's a They're pretty similar to Vitality, right? You have one guy that really carries a load in a loo, and everyone else is pretty up and down, hard to trust. So let's just review the numbers for them again for the last three months. We have Alu, good numbers, right? 0.75 kills per round, 0.61 deaths per round. Ariel, negative of 0.62 and 0.69. Sergey, uh, slightly positive of 0.66 and 0.65. Jampy, slightly positive. Again, those numbers a little bit skewed because he was playing with a different team before that, 0.72 and 0.67. He also got a big price hike, 2 to 7.6K, where... I don't think I have interest in him at that price. Uh, and then Sonny at 0. 0.66 and 0. 0.69. So for, for their respective prices, I, I'm not huge on really anyone else besides a Lou. You know, if I had to play someone, probably would be Ariel just because he's the cheapest of the bunch at 5.2K. I know he doesn't have great overall numbers, but if that's the route you wanted to go, if you wanted to go inside, I, I could see pairing Ariel with a Lou as a low-owned kind of stack there. Uh, but Lou's really the guy that had an 8.4K. He had, I think, a, a pretty subpar game the last game against FaZe. Um, what did he finish with? It wasn't great. I know he started that first game terrible. It was a 1-10. Uh, he finished 54-55, and 55, right? So a subpar game for him, definitely. Um, you, you expect a little bit better. Now, they, he gets matched up against the most inconsistent team in the world right now in G2, who some, some games they come out and look amazing, right? The game they, they 2 0 Navi, and they have other games where they just get completely destroyed, choke games like they did against Vitality. They are the team that is anti clutch, right? They just cannot close out games, G2. But now let's, yeah, okay, so let's talk about the G2 side. Um, normally we have Hunter, Kenny S, and Nexa all priced about the same. But um, in those slates, we've seen Hunter just garner all the ownership, right? You get Hunter like 50-60% owned, Kenny Asset a little bit of ownership, and no one plays Nexa. But now you're getting the price difference, right? $1,000 difference there with Hunter and Kenny S. $1,800 difference there with Hunter and Nexa. So I still like Hunter, but I think for his price right now compared to the other guys in his team, he's just a more contrarian play in GPPs. I don't think he's a cash game play at that price. Again, those three have somewhat similar numbers. Hunter has the best overall at 0.75 kills per round, 0.67 deaths per round. I know I talk about it a lot, but he is the most aggressive player of, of this crew. Um, Kenny S at 0.7 and 0.62. Again, he uses the op. He's the guy that can get you allows 1v2, 1v3 clutches. And then Nexa is a guy that always goes low-owned of, of this bunch, but still can have good games, like 0.67 kills per round, 0.64 deaths per round. Not bad. Um, and he's really cheap right at 7K. So I have some interest here in Nexa. Um, Again, it's a close call now with the price difference. It might be Kenny S for me, one, Nexa, two, and then Hunter, three. I still have interest in all three, again, because we know where the production is coming from. It's those three guys. 
As far as Jax and Amanac, I mean, Jax, when he's priced too close to, like, Nexa or Kanyasa, it just doesn't make sense to me. Got only $800 difference there with, with him and Nexa. I would just much prefer getting into Nexa, right? Jax, slightly negative. You have Nexa, better overall numbers. I would, again, I just like the upside more there in Nexa. If you look at just the DraftKings points per game, right? Nexa actually has the second most there at 63.6. Uh, compared to Jax at 51. And then Amanac at, at, at uh, 5.4K, I should say. Again, not a whole lot of interest here, unless you think G2 win 2-0, right? Now, we saw Navi, right? They won 2-0. If you played any of those value guys, you were in great shape, right? I think Flamey got 50, Perfecto 50, maybe Boomage had 50 or 60, I forget. Those are not really good plays, but if they can get that 2-0 sweep, that's what you really are looking for in these value plays. So, that's where that's where you would want to target your value if you think a team wins 2-0, right? So Amanac Jacks, not a whole lot of interest unless you think G2 come out and, and just blow out on here and win 2-0. Uh, but if we're just looking at the odds, right, I think it should be a close game. Both teams a little bit up and down recently. I think it'll be close too. Uh, but now let's move on to OG and NIP. So OG is a team that's really been struggling recently. Again, we don't have the odds out for this one. Uh, but OG, I believe they lost the last five games, last four games, right? And some of those teams, not the best, right? Got 0-2 against Habu, 0-2 against Contact. Complexity's been pretty good, um, but they haven't really been in the best form. NIP, a little bit more up and down, but still three of the last five with a couple good wins there against Vitality, Mad Lions. So you could argue, I think NIP is probably in better form. NIP, again, in my opinion, will be favorites. So this OG side is definitely going to be more contrarian. Um, Issa got a price hike after I played him today at 6.6. He had no interest there. NBK and Alexis B, Alexis B however you pronounce his name, very little interest on those two guys either. Um, unless you think OG win 2-0, but that's, again, probably a very contrarian take. The two guys I like here are, are Valde and Mantu at the top. Uh, Mantu especially at 8.2K. Um, he's the guy that really carries the load uh, for this roster and uses the off. 0.72 kills spawn, 0.60 death spawn. Pretty decent for a team that... Hasn't really been great recently. And again, you have Valde at 0.67 to 0.62. So those would be the two guys to look to, especially Matt too. But again, I think they're just more GPP plays. I don't think they're a cash game play. Um, I think they're, again, more contrarian options. Let's talk about the NIP side. So this is a side that I think will be a lot more popular just in this game alone, right? I think they're going to be favorites. They've been in, in better form recently. Um, the price tags on these guys are interesting. Plopsky at 8.6, Nock at 7.8K. Well, last what, three or four slates, those two have been about the same. Now you're getting about $1,000 difference between the two. I got to give the edge to knock, even though I like Plopsy as a player a little bit more. It's just the price savings, right? Both have pretty similar numbers. Plopsy, 0.72, kills around 0.65, Desperate, whereas knock is at 0.73 and 0.63. Um, you could argue knock's probably in a little bit better form too. So I think he's the the optimal play here on IP side for that price. Now I'm not saying Plopsy's out of play, right? He's probably in that territory like Hunter, right? They're a little bit maybe overpriced, but that doesn't make them out of play. And those, again, Plopsy's probably the best player on this team. Hunter's probably the best player in G2. It's just their ownership's going to be down. Not saying they can't have a bad day or a good day. It's just, again, they're you're, they're going to have to do a little bit more to pay off their salaries. And, they're, again, they're going to be more contrarian plays. Um, now we have Rez and Twist. 7K for Rez, 6K for Twist. Now, again, kind of the same thing as I talked about Plopsy and Knock. Last, what, four or five slates, it seems like Rez and Twist were always priced about the same. And those two were always kind of close to knock and Plopsy. Now you're getting a pretty big difference. So Rez at 7K, I'm going to prefer Twist for a $1,000 difference. He's looked good with the op. Uh, he's, he's made some good plays here recently. Not great numbers, right? A 1.0 KD if you're just looking at the last three, uh, last three months. 
res about the same, right? So those two have very similar numbers. I'm going to give the edge twist there for a $1,000 difference. Uh, and then Hampus at 5.2K. I think it's a viable punt if you think NIP win this one, which they are favorites. So I think he might garner a little bit of ownership as a value play. And not, not really great numbers, but like I said, those Navi guys have really bad numbers. They won 2-0. All his value guys got 50 fancy points. So, um, yeah, I, I think Hampus is in play for that reason. If you think NIP win this one and, the, and you think they won 2-0, that's where I would have some exposure to Hampus. And you're really not going to feel great about any of the value. What you're hoping for is that 2-0 sweep. So if I had to rank these for cash gameplays, it would probably be Knock and then Twist. Maybe you guys are considering cash. We had Plopsky, if you want to pay a little bit more for a contrarian option. I think he does have the most upside. He's viable. Rez is a guy that goes very low-owned. Um, again, that's more of a GPP dart throw because he's in between Knock and Twist, who I like a lot. Uh, then Hampus at that price point is in play if you think NIP uh, do win 2-0. Lastly, let's go to EG and TL. So we have EG, um, our favorites, or sorry, Team Liquid, long day, uh, favorites, minus 195. Um, both teams have been in relatively good form, right? Um, EG have won three of the last four games, the tie there against Triumph. Liquid did get crushed there against Furia, but before that, three straight wins before loss there to 100 Thieves. So both, again, a little bit up and down, but um, I think Team Liquid is our, the uh, probably the slightly more talented team. Now, you look at historically, right, Liquid does have more wins, 32 wins compared to 21 from EG, but a lot of these matches have been close. So I don't think you write off EG here. Um, I think you could go either way. Obviously, again, the favorites, they're always going to be way higher home. We saw it in the tournament alone today, in a $33 tournament, everyone at MIBR was like 10% out. Again, super, super tilting because I played them so many times against Furia. Didn't come through for me. I finally go Furia and MIBR wins. But... Um, yeah, you're just going to see a huge ownership difference, I think, in this game. So if you want an edge, the guy that really stands out to me on the EG side is Cirque. He's been playing amazing Counter-Strike. Um, kind of like a Blame F, right, who's just playing unbelievable. Like a Zywoo, right? Cirque is just in the zone right now. Really, really good games. Look at his last four games. 58 and 52. Not great, but pretty solid. 29 and 14. 80 and 65. And 50 and 36. He's looked really good at the op. A price at 7.4K, he is someone that I like a lot for tournaments. Now, sure, probably not a cash game play, but I like the price a lot. He's been in really good form. Breeze at 8.2K has been, you know, a little bit disappointing besides the last game against Gen G, um, right? 54 and 52, 17 and 17, 58 and 71. Before that big game there against Gen G. Um, I think I would prefer slightly Cirque if you want to go the EG side, but if you want to go with the EG stack in tournaments, it would be, oh, it's probably start Cirque and Breeze. And their price points look pretty good. 7.4 for Cirque, 8.2 for Breeze. Uh, Tariq and Stanislaw are, are basically stayaways for me. Again, the only way I'd consider them is if you think EG win 2-0, but I, I don't really see that happening. Ethan is a one-off, I think is, is in play. Doesn't really have the best numbers, Ethan. Um, he's sitting at... 0.66 and 0.7, so about a 1.0 KD. Again, I, I think, you know, if people are going to EG, they're just going to go Cirque and Breeze. So that's just like a, a tournament dart throw, really, if you wanted to really get contrarian and go a contrarian stack, but then don't play the top two guys and go, like, Ethan, right? So, again, a very, very, very contrarian play there. Uh, but now let's talk about Liquid. So this is a team I think is going to be very popular. Uh, they're the, the biggest favorites of the day. Um, Allegiant at 9K, Naf at 8K, Twist at 7.2K. It seems like DraftKings did a pretty good job with these guys and their prices. Um, 
yeah, it makes it really tough. I like Twistle a good amount, 7.2K. Looking at his numbers the last three months, he's he has pretty good numbers for a guy at that price. 0.67 kills per round, 0.62 deaths per round. Now, Liege obviously looks good at 0.78 and 0.66, a very aggressive player. Uh, and then Naft has been in relatively good form too, 0.73 and 0.61. So all three are, I think, again, are, are priced about right. Um, it makes it tough for me to, to say which one I like the most out of these guys. I think all three are going to be pretty popular. It's just, you know, what kind of works the roster construction. So if we go to the cash game format, you're probably going to want one or two of these liquid guys because they are the biggest favorites. Um, yeah, it's a really close call. I think DraftKings did a good job. Um, maybe it would be Twist 1, then a Leeds 2, NAF 3, but eh, I'd say that probably for, for a cash game setting, it probably would be Twist, then NAF, then a Leech. But really, I think those top three guys are all in play. All look pretty good. Again, they're the base favorites right now. Um, Stewie2K did have a good game the last game with a sniper at 6.4K, the op. Um, I don't know if I, I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah, not, not really the best overall numbers. Nitro, not great numbers either. I think the way I look to those guys, again, if you, if you think Liquid would 2 0. Now, again, they are the biggest hitters of the day. So if that's the route you want to go, if that's the cheap option, um, I, I, could, I could see uh, making a case for one of those guys because, uh, again, what, minus 195, right? Yeah, minus 195. So, um, all in all, let's now do a recap here um, of this slate. I think, well, first let's talk about cash games, right? So cash games, you guys are new to DFS. They're 50-50s double ups. You don't care at all about ownership. You just play the optimal plays. So, who are the optimal plays here? Well, I think Alou looks pretty good in the end side, even though they are underdogs. And then in the G2 side, I think Nexa and Kenny S for the prices stand out. On the OG side, I don't know if I go to any of them in cash games just because of the recent form. And the NAP side, again, it's probably Knock and Twist, where I think we'll get uh, some, some pretty high ownership there. Um, and then in the EG side, right, it's probably those top three guys. Or uh, not EG, the Liquid side, I should say. The EG side, I think you still can can consider Cirque because of the really cheap price and the and the really good form he's been in. That's for cash games. That would probably be my cash game small core, right, of guys that I would consider. And then more... More than likely, you're probably going to have to play one of those value guys. Again, I don't really have a great feel on any of these guys. It's just which team do you think wins 2-0, really. Now let's talk about GPPs, right? So on the end side, um, again, it's just a team that it's tough for me to, to really break down. Jampy's too expensive at 7.6K. I think Sergey looks okay at 6.8K, and he's got a slightly positive KD. Or even Ariel at a really cheap price point. On the G2 side, again, I kind of like Hunter to differentiate yourself. I think the ownership will drop significantly on him because uh, you have Kenny S for $1,000 cheaper. You have Nexa for almost $2,000 cheaper. So, so if you want to get different GPPs, I like paying up for Hunter. Again, I think he is the best player on this team. Um, on the OG side against Mantu and Valde, for me, the top two guys, I have some interest for sure. I think you could use one of those guys as a one-off if you think the game stays close. On the NIP side... Um, again, I think knock and twist your cash game plays. Plopsy, if you want to pay a li- overpay a little bit, but again, kind of the same situation as Hunter. I think he's the best player on the team and can obviously break the slate if he has a really good day. Uh, I think Hampus is a viable punt if that's the way you want to go, if you think NIP win 2-0, which I think is, is not a bad w- way to think about it, right? Because OG has really not been in good form recently. Um, and then the EG guys are the top two guys, especially for me, Breeze, Cirque, especially Cirque, who's been really, really playing well on the liquid side. Um, yeah, I think those guys will be pretty popular cash games. Um, if you want to use a value play um, and hope for the 2-0, I could see doing that. 
But uh, I think that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you like this video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Again, hitting the notification bell does really help me out to continue the girls' channel. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening over there. I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, but thanks again, guys, for having to come and check the video. I hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you all in the next one.